Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five of them were wise. The foolish ones, when taking their lamps, brought no oil with them, but the wise brought flasks of oil with their lamps. Since the bridegroom was long delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight there was a cry, Behold, the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise ones replied, No, for there may not be enough for us and you. Go instead to the merchants and buy some for yourselves. While they went off to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went into the wedding feast with him. Then the door was locked. Afterwards, the other virgins came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he said in reply, Amen. I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore, stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of the Lord. You would never know it today, but between 30 and 40 years ago and 100 pounds ago, I used to run marathons. <laughs> and no matter how much you train, every marathon runner knows that around mile 20 out of the 26 miles of a marathon, something happens. It's called hitting the wall. All the glycogen, all the, the sugar in your muscles has been depleted. And your body is screaming for you to stop doing this insane marathon. But in addition to the physical, there's also the psychological. You've been running for 20 miles, for goodness sakes. And you've been enduring the discomfort of that. And your mind starts to play tricks on you. Telling you this is crazy. Stop it. And you see people who are not quite prepared do all sorts of crazy things when they hit the wall. They stop, they go over to the side of the road, they sit down on the curb and they cry. Or they become disoriented. They forget where they're going. They don't know which way to run. And sometimes they even run in the wrong direction. Hitting the wall is the difference between completing the marathon and not. I hit the wall once and didn't complete my first marathon. But after that, I learned how to deal with it. You have to be prepared and to know that it's coming and to know how to work through it to get to that last 26th mile. I think that's a good metaphor for what today's readings are about because I think the entire church hit the wall. The first generation of Christians thought that Jesus was coming back any day. They thought that the, the road to discipleship was a sprint, not a marathon. In the letter to the Hebrews, we read, run 
with perseverance the race that has been presented before you. And so Christians knew that there was a journey, a race to be run, but they didn't know how long it was going to be. And in our second reading today, the very first piece of literature that's written for the New Testament, Paul tells those Thessalonians, keep on keeping on. Don't worry about the fact that some of that first generation has already died. For people thought, well, if that first generation dies, what does that mean? Is Jesus ever coming back? Is there ever an end to this? Should we just stop running? And Paul says, no, persist. And in today's gospel, we see Matthew use a parable that was spoken by Jesus, perhaps because Jesus knew what was coming. But we know that Matthew definitely knew that this was applicable. The ten virgins, the ten maidens, some are prepared. Some bring extra oil because they know this is going to be a long night. Some, not so much. This was something that happened regularly at a wedding feast. Wedding feasts lasted for three or four days. And one of the things that grooms tended to do, being very young, mischievous men, was that they would wait and surprise their brides in the middle of the night. So these bridesmaids should have known that they needed some extra oil because who knew how long he was going to wait? Some were prepared, some weren't. And Matthew uses this parable to remind people, this is the long haul, folks. Don't expect Jesus to come back tomorrow. You don't know when he's going to come. He is the bridegroom, the church is the bride, and you don't know when the bridegroom is going to come. So be prepared. Pack some extra oil. I think if ever there was a time when this parable and, and that second reading from Paul to the Thessalonians makes sense, it's for us. Because frankly, we live longer than our forebears. A hundred years ago, you felt fortunate if you lived to your late 50s or your 60s. Now we live to our 80s and even 90s. So the marathon truly is a marathon. And two things, two walls can stop us. One is thinking, I have so many days to come in the future that I don't have to worry. I'll put off till tomorrow what I could do today. And you put it off and you put it off and you put it off thinking, I've got plenty of time. And you never get around to addressing the issues you need to address. Then the Lord comes and you're found flat-footed because you never got around to dealing with the things you need to deal with. You never got yourself spiritually prepared to meet the Lord. The other obstacle, which I think is probably more common, is you hit the wall of longevity. Been there, done that, bought the t-shirt, been to a lot of bake sales and car washes, done all that stuff. Can't I finally retire? But there's an old saying, there is no vacation from your vocation. As long as God gives you life and breath, you have a mission. You have a job to do. Maybe you're feeble enough that all you can do is pray, but if that's what your job is, well then pray. You can always pick up the phone and call somebody and give them a word of encouragement, a word of a wisdom from your experience. If you're more able-bodied, well then you need to do something more than that. 
because God has not just put you on this earth to take up space, God has given you a job. As the saying goes, you snooze, you lose. We are not here to fall asleep, to become drowsy, but rather to be alert, awake, ready for the day that the Lord calls us. For we don't know when the end of the world will come. We don't know when Jesus will return, but we do know that we will meet him on the day that we pass from this world into eternity. And we have to be ready for that. So let's pray that we will be wise, not like the foolish maidens, but like the wise ones. Let's accumulate oil. How do we do that? By praying, by keeping our relationship with the Lord vibrant, by interconnecting with fellow Christians. A marathon, you might find, is easier done when it's run with somebody else. They encourage you, you encourage them, they root you on, and you find that it's easier to put one foot in front of the other. And so when we are together, it's much easier to follow the road of discipleship. So make connections with your fellow Christians. Share your faith. Don't be afraid to espouse what you believe. Find other people who believe as you do and work together for the coming of Christ's kingdom here on earth. It is not a sprint, it is a marathon, and it does take a lot of discipline. But together, with the grace of Christ, we can cross that finish line.